Family Week and Family Meals. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Kumusta po ang inyong mga pamilya? How is everyone in the family? Do you know that this week is the 30th National Family Week? That's right. It's September 26 to October 2, 2022. In 1992, one of our most loved presidents, FVR or Fidel V. Ramos, signed into law that the last week of September would be recognized as Family Week. He wanted to recognize the importance of family, the basic unit of our society. He envisioned various authorities in the country to encourage citizens to use the week as a time to foster stronger familial relationships and reconnect with loved ones. You know, I remember in, in 2019 nga eh, when classes and work in government offices were even shortened. Parang nagpauwi sila ng 2 p.m. on the first day of the National Family Week. And this was in order to encourage families to spend meal time with their family members. This year, the start of the week of the Family Week, which is what sep- uh, September 26, happens to be a no classes and no trading day. But it is due to the Super Typhoon Carding. Now, let's talk about the importance of family and particularly family meals. The family meal is very important tradition that has several benefits to its members. A noodle soup company, I remember, even came up with an ad using family, spelled as F-A and then same word pero big letter M, E-A-L-Y. F-A-M-E-A-L-Y, family, to remind us how important family meals really are to us. There are numerous studies that show that children who have regular family meals have wider vocabulary. Oh, nga naman, kasi niya, di ba? They perform better in school. They are less likely to be obese or depressed or less likely to use drugs, to smoke, and engage in risky behaviors. Among the numerous studies that show the benefits of family meals are, so I'm going to enumerate four, and you may actually look for the links in the article that goes with this podcast. So the first one is, Entitled, Are There Nutritional and Other Benefits Associated with Family Meals Among At-Risk Youth? This is by Falkerson, J.A., Cubic M.Y., Story M., Little Arkan, and it was done in 2009. The study found out that children who have more regular family meals 
are less likely to be overweight. Kasi nga naman, di ba, home-cooked meals most likely yon. Hindi yung in-order lang ng mga fast food. Let's go to the next study. The title is Family Meal Patterns, Associations with Socio-Demographic Characteristics and Improved Dietary Intake Among Adolescents. This is by Newmark Jastainer, Hannan, Story M, Kroll, and Perry. In essence, or the synopsis of this is that, to put it in just one statement, family meals play an important role in promoting positive dietary intake among adolescents. And the third study, family dinner and adolescent overweight. So talagang pinag-aaralan kasi in the U.S. nga naman, di ba? Parang obesity is really a very major problem. Sobrang laki ng percentage in their population is affected by this. So it's a study by Taveras, Shiman, Berkeley, Rocketfield, Kolditz, and Gilman. Ito naman, they found out that the frequency of eating family dinner is inversely associated with overweight prevalence. So again, the same finding, the more you have family meals, the less likely that you will be overweight. And the fourth is this, systematic review of the effects of family meal frequency on psychosocial outcomes in youth by Harrison et al. They found out that family meals are associated with better psychosocial outcomes for children and adolescents. You know, really, because we are social beings and these regular family meals would really help us understand ourselves, our emotions, and who better to engage this kind of conversation with than with your loved ones, your family. But you see, there are challenges. But before we talk about the challenges, I'd like to just mention that one of the benefits or what we could probably call as blessings in disguise during the pandemic and the lockdowns that ensued is our ability to share more family meals together. Diba? Parang nung March 2020, wala tayong choice. We had to eat all our meals at home because of the lockdown. And I think if even up to now, because some families are still Worried that when they go out unnecessarily, they are exposed to the virus, especially nagkaroon na naman ng another surge, no? maybe because of the rains. So that's the blessing in disguise. We are able to have more shared family meals with our family members. Personally, I found myself gaining weight nga during this time kasi, you know naman this mother, she's always very happy to have family meals with the complete cast of the Fresh Fausto family. True. Tapos, syempre, siguro, it also coincided with the, with the menopause, which makes it harder to uh, lose weight. But I did find out from my derma, whom I visited just last week, she said that there's really a reason pala. I'm going off topic here. But just to share with those who are midlifing and um worrying na, ah, mas mahirap na mag-lose weight ngayon. Dati pa no rice, no rice. Anyway, she said that there's a reason for this. There's a biological reason. Uh, when we reach menopause, we um, 
there's now a huge decline in the production of estrogen. So parang nakakatuyo yun, di ba? And our body's response is to store more fat. Store more fat as compared to how, how much it used to store pre-menopause days. Okay, so that's that. Let's go back to the family meals. Um, as we go now, as we now go back to, to normal activities, we're now going out. Students are back to the school campuses. Most employees are back to their offices. So the challenges of having family meals together are bound to come back. Hindi na kasi no choice but to eat with your family members during the lockdown ngayon, di ba? And I'd like to just mention the top challenges of having family meals together on a regular basis. So number one is traffic. We are so back to the pre-pandemic heavy traffic situation. Commute is back to the normal. Yung mga parang yung pre-ano na naman eh, no? Talagang nightmare na naman eh. Um, in two of my face-to-face -face talks, gosh, I traveled back home for two and a half hours. Hindi na sanay, hindi na sanay ang tita. And because of this, this terrible traffic situation in the metro, some of us opt to have halfway houses. And this is not just among employees, ha, but even among our young students. Let's go to number two. The prevalence of OFWs or Overseas Filipino Workers. The Philippine Statistics Authority records around 2 million overseas Filipino workers. This means that a significant percentage of Filipino families has at least one member away from home, making it impossible to have regular family meals. And you know, um, there's even more to that. The proportion of female OFWs at over 50% may also mean that more mothers who are usually tasked to prepare meals are leaving their families to work away from home. I remember top psychologist and national scientist Dr. Hani Karandang during one talk, she said this, we were still fine when the fathers left to work abroad. Nung mga tatay pa daw ang pinapadala natin. The bigger problems came when mothers of young children started working abroad away from their families. Lungkot, diba? And the third and last that I will discuss in today's podcast is this. Increase in the incidence of broken families. When the father and mother decide to separate Definitely, having family meals with all family members present can just happen siguro during special requests on birthdays and other special occasions, if they even happen at all. Sad, no? So there you go. Those are our three main challenges of having uh, regular family meals on a, on a rather frequent basis. And you know, I'm just thankful that we were able to raise our three sons, Martin, Enrique, and Anton, in the tradition of shared family meals. My husband, Marvin, learned to master the art of predicting ETA, estimated time of arrival. Yan ang mga text messaging namin nun. 
Han, ETA. Tapos sasabihin niya, as into the last minute talaga. Hindi lang around, hindi siya ganun eh. Hindi siya around 7 o'clock. Sasabihin niya, 702, 658. Hinalo <laughs> 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 pa niya si Waze. <laughs> so, Kasi he really wanted to join our family dinners. He didn't want to miss the stories of highs and lows, failures and triumphs, corny jokes, and everything in between, including money talks that we shared at the dinner table. Everyone knew that during these family meals, you could express your feelings, not be judged, but you would still definitely hear everyone's honest opinions. Family meals were definitely a huge part of how we built our family. They make up the essential ingredients in forging the close relationship that we now have. As I end this podcast, I get a bit sentimental. You know why? I realize that come next month, in October, we will not be having our frequent family meals together anymore. Marvin and I will be moving back to our home after a prolonged renovation, the usual delays, while the boys will be staying here to be on their own. Bahala na sila sa sarili nila. Independent living na sila. And then, one of them, Enrique, is also getting married next month, and he will be living in a separate home with his wife, Sam. This reminds me, we should start to be more deliberate in and still having those meals together. Siguro, not that frequent anymore, but still regular. So there you go. How about you? What are your creative ways of having family meals on a regular basis? I'd really love to hear from you and learn from you. So this has been Rose Fres Fausto, wishing you all a, a really solid family, a great family week ahead of you. And of course, a high FQ. And if you want to learn more about Financial Quotient, please head on to our website, fqmom.com. Grab your copy of your FQ books and please follow me on my socials. That's FQmom on Facebook, YouTube, and Kumu. And also the FQmom on Instagram and Twitter. I do hope that you're already following the FQmom podcast. Maraming maraming salamat po.